Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com and it is Thursday. It's my last day here on the front range. I will be heading uh, back to the Valley of the Sun, and, and I'm, I'm anticipating it's probably going to be hot, but that's all right. Uh, the golf courses will hopefully empty out, and, and I'll get to play golf for a whole lot less. But it's been a great trip, uh, a lot of great things uh, happening up here at the radio station, and we're, we're pretty excited. We're pretty excited uh, about the about the future and, and everyone that's listening. I, I know our stream is down right now. They are working. It's not our problem. It's it's funny uh, that uh, this seems to happen from 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 time to time. Selectively, all of a sudden, oh wait, oh is it down? Oh, we didn't. Oh well, oh wait, we're gonna call the data center and yeah, okay. But we'll get it back up. It'll be back up. But we, you know what? It's not our. It wasn't our fault though. Yeah, you're right. Uh, absolutely not. And uh, and again, I think it's deliberate, but that's just my personal opinion. But we're ready. We're prepared. progress. If progress is when it's somebody else's fault, right? Right. But we have a backup to the backup. So uh, you know, back in the day, uh, we would be off the air in Phoenix right now, but we're not because uh, well, we're prepared. So, uh, but for those of you in in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Shreveport, Louisiana, Salt Lake City, and and everywhere around the globe, I apologize. Uh, of course, you're never gonna you're not going to be able to hear it that I'm apologizing. But nonetheless, uh, not our fault. But hopefully, uh, it'll be back up uh, as soon as possible. That's why we have a podcast? That's right. That's right. You can just podcast it. So. A lot of things happening. Wow. You just, this is a, a rally. Wall Street is rallying. But, but, but I'm going to tell you right now, this is just, well, it's been down eight straight weeks in a row. We haven't done this since 1932. Uh, let's make up a story about how the Fed may ha- uh, stop hiking rates sooner than later. Uh, and get a little rally, sell it. That's all I'm telling you. Sell it. Sell it. Uh, but we had a bunch more data out today. We're going to get to all of, all of that. Uh, we've got crude oil surging again today as, uh, China, you know, we're all eyes on China as they're, they're reopening crude oil up almost another four bucks here, back to $115 a barrel. Uh, gas prices. Here's the good news for gas. Ready? I'm going to give it to you. Gas prices may go down 10 or 15 cents after this weekend, and you may get three or four weeks of that. Maybe. That's the best-case scenario. Uh, the, the next scenario is gas prices stop rising for the next three or four weeks. Unfortunately, the real story is uh, we're going to pay more for gas uh, before we get into August, uh, July and August, uh, get ready for higher prices once again. But don't worry, right, Jason, because inflation, it's going to be peaking any day now. 
I think higher prices is uh, uh, at a faster rate is just, I think that's with us for maybe years, Joe. Well, look at this. Bank of America, new minimum wage, $22 an hour. Bank of America says, by the way, uh, we're on our way to $25 an hour. Apple came out said, hey, you know what, we got to pay our employees more. And they said everywhere, uh, whether it's their corporate employees or their, their employees in the retail stores, uh, they've got to pay them more money. Uh, and, and again, it, it, this is a vicious cycle that is happening right now. And we're seeing rising prices with the slowing economy. We had, a, uh, I guess, a, the revision to first quarter GDP uh, came in, neg- I think it was negative 1.4, was revised even lower, down 1.5%. So first quarter GDP negative. Now remember, they, they categorize a recession as two negative quarters in a row. Right now, they're anticipating second quarter GDP at about 1% in the positive direction. So uh, maybe uh, we don't get the technical recession until, uh, you know, some people are saying may, maybe 20, 2023 or late 2024, or I'm sorry, late 2022. But we'll see uh, the jobless claims. Over 200,000, not surprised. I think they're surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, but we had home, we had home data out today that we were going to get to. We had some records, Jason, in the home data that even I was shocked when, when I read it this morning, uh, as far as inventory of homes. Now, I know. I know there's no homes out there, right? This is we we we've, we've been told this and beaten it into our heads. I actually, when I saw this, I got on the phone. I know people. I know home builders. That's the great thing about what I do. Business owners love buying gold because they get it. They see it. They're the ones, you know, a lot of them, they, they see it on the front lines. They can tell by, hey, how many people are coming in and out of my doors. So I asked that my, my home builder friends, hey, how's it going out there? Things are slowing. How bad is it? Well, I'm going to tell you when we get back. Thanks for Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason here this morning. By the way, I forgot. I, I knew I forgot something. Uh, we're going to be closed on Monday for for Memorial Day. Uh, both Phoenix, uh, the office, the Patriot office in Phoenix, uh, the radio station, and the Patriot office here in in Colorado uh, will be closed. Uh, for Memorial Day. So just put that in your calendars. We'll, we'll have tapes running, and, and uh, we'll be back uh, at it again on Tuesday. Uh, Joe, Joe's actually sitting here watching me get Monday ready. That's what I'm doing. Uh, is that what you're doing? <laughs> I was like, well, you're doing something over uh, there. You know, I'm taking advantage of multitasking here. <laughs> so a so, lot of data out today. And, and the, these are one of those days where, uh, like I said, uh, it's early in the day. Who knows? Wall Street could end up being down a thousand points, uh, but but Wall Street's up about three four hundred points right now. And again, 
They've had a miserable eight weeks. And in this ridiculousness about the Atlanta Fed pres- president, a non-voting member, saying, oh, well, we may pause. His words were a pause in September to evaluate the economy. And then the Fed minutes came out yesterday, and really the Fed minutes did not indicate that the Fed minutes were still tough talk. Now, granted, that was from a few weeks ago. So to be fair, at least in the Fed minutes, uh, they're they're, they're uh, tough talking. A bunch of banks came out today and said, if you actually believe the narrative that the Fed is almost done raising rates, They said go long every bond and every commodity. Because basically what they're saying is, oh, inflation is going to be holy hell uh, if that ends up happening. And and again, that's not what's going to happen. The Fed is going to raise rates until we're in a depression. And then, of course, when they stop, it's going to be the double depression, as Jason likes to call it. Because it's going to be a depression with inflation. Uh, that we've never, ever seen before. And remember, the bubble's just so much bigger, uh, it's going to be much more painful. But let's talk about the data. So we had, remember new home sales? Right the other day, was it, two days ago? New home sales down 16.6% month over month. That, I can understand like year over year. No, month over month. Today we got existing homes. Now to get to give perspective, the 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 market, the housing market is is about six to six and a half million homes total, right? That's existing and new homes total. New homes are are. The small part of that number, like, you know, uh, existing home sales, well, actually, they're going to be below this number now, but they've been about 6 million, you know, give or take. Today, they came out and said that they, the market was surprised. They're always saying they're surprised. Surprise! That pending home sales, so these are contracts, right? These are, hey, I signed the contract to buy this home. Now, I'm not going to close on it yet, right? I'm going to close on it. You know, you close, what, you know, 30, 60 days later. Dropped in April. Again, April numbers. The 3.9% month-on-month decline was double what they had expected. The sixth straight monthly decline, uh, to give a little perspective, uh, that's the longest since 2018. Pending home sales are now down just under 12% year over year. And outside of the great financial crisis, now pay attention here, outside of the great financial crisis, and if you throw out the first Two months of the COVID lockdown. This was the worst results ever. They said that the home. Now listen, here's what here's the spin from the realtors. Ready? 
Pending contracts are, are telling, they said, as they better reflect the timelier impact of higher mortgage rates than do closings. Home prices, in the meantime, appear in no danger of any meaningful decline. So pay no attention to the fact that no one's buying any. There, there's no danger here. Let me tell you right now. I had a yellow light flashing on housing. Uh, it's now red. Let me get, let me let me tell you why. So in inside of the data, the unsold inventory of new homes, which spiked, added another four hundred and forty four thousand unsold homes to the mix. And all of a sudden, both the new and existing home sales, the month-over-month leap in inventory, and the year-over-year leap in inventory were the largest leaps ever recorded. Let me say it again. And by the way, there's no take this out, take that, no. I don't care about the financial crisis. I don't care uh, about COVID even. Both new and existing homes. The month-to-month increase in unsold inventory hit a all-time record high. When? Right now, April 2022. All-time record high growth in unsold his, in unsold homes. Now, I know. I get it. I know. I'm not that smart. But what happens, Jason, when all of a sudden you have a lot more of something that nobody wants to buy? Doesn't doesn't go well. You have too much supply means that demand drops to, to nothing. Right. Doesn't that mean the price falls? Drops down. Yeah. Right. Yep. Everybody knows what's our problem with food. What's our problem with oil? What's our problem with gas? What's our problem with natural gas? The problem is there's no inventory, and there's big demand. Well, even if housing prices drop a little bit, and we continue with the high inflation, that's a crash. I keep saying this. We haven't had a, 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 a situation like this with massive inflation. Usually the inflation destroys the demand and, <clears throat> and prices only go up with the inflation. We have inflation that's not stopping. How, let's just say housing prices go down 10% and we keep a 20% inflation, Joe. Think of how bad that is. Well, and again, this is just, you know, I, I'm just giving you the facts. You can decide. I mean, this could be nothing, right? Ah, so what if there's... All of a sudden, think about this, new homes. All of a sudden, we got almost a year's supply of new homes. Now, uh, existing homes, which there's been no supply, all of a sudden sets the all-time record for biggest increase of unsold inventory ever. Sounds like BlackRock. 
went from being a buyer to a seller. Remember the housing crash? How could how could we have a bigger jump month over month than when the housing? Remember when no people were jingle mail. Remember jingle mail? People just walking out, walking out, and you're telling me no, this jump is worse. Yeah, that's but don't worry. Wait, what did they say? I want to I want to read it to you again because I I don't want to. Oh, I I deleted it already. There's no, don't worry, there's no meaningful decline in prices. Yeah, okay, sure. But Joe, I'd I like to stress the COVID, uh, the COVID crash uh, that everyone seems to want to put in their, you know, oh, no, don't, don't worry, that didn't happen. Why did I get the feeling that with all that money printing in 2020 and the huge, the huge emergency, you know, don't let emergency go away, why do I feel like, you know, the big companies, the Black Rocks, just got a lot of more money and they just, Bought, 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 bought ahead of everybody, and now they're selling at the top, and everybody else is going to be fleeced, Joe. Well, I, how much money do you think these big companies buying in 2020, uh, even 2019, 2021 early? How many? How much money do you think they're making selling at the top before before all this this is happening? Because those numbers don't switch that fast, Joe. And those big players are exiting. Yeah, well, this I think big players have just stopped buying. That's, that, what, that's that, exactly period. exactly. Yep. And, and again, remember with people with money, if they feel like, hey, I think I can get this cheaper in six months, they'll wait. That's right. They'll wait. Let me give you some more. Listen, these are just the numbers. This isn't doom and gloom. This is get ready. I'm telling you what's coming. A total of 50,000. 759 U.S. properties started the foreclosure process in Q1 of 2022. So think about this. This is January, February, March. Boy, wait, wait till you see what April and May and June do. But just so you know, that's up 67%. From the fourth quarter. Oh, and by the way, I know this is a small number. This is kind of like inflation in reverse. By the way, that's a hundred and eighty-eight percent higher than a year ago. Now, granted, grant, I want to be. Hey, I'm being fair here. They were really low a year ago. But I'm pointing out these aren't little. Oh, foreclosures are up five percent. Or foreclosures are up 10%. No, foreclosures are up almost 200%. By the way, foreclosure capital of the United States right now, that's kind of funny. Chicago. Chicago. So uh, where my son lives, uh, they have the biggest problem. Cleveland, they're right behind. Uh, Cleveland, the rate is one in every 500 homes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Starting to pick up. Uh-oh. But, you know, take them with it with what you want. How about this? Out of Forbes. For, you know, Forbes magazine. 78% of Americans say they are pulling back from the housing market. So let me let me get this right. Let's let's come on, get closer. Let's really think what what possibly is going to happen here. Oh, it sounds like you're bringing your inner Biden. In I'm there. going Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm whispering. 
what could happen. Let's see. We got record increases of unsold homes, both new and used. We have sales falling in almost record declines. Now, new homes, it's a record decline. Existing homes outside of COVID and uh, what was it, the financial crisis, outside of the, it's a record. Outside of those two other events, let's face it, horrible. And now I'm saying, hey, 80% of Americans are like, yeah, nah, I'm not ready. To, I'm not, I'm not uh, interested in buying a house right now. What do you think is going to happen? Do you not get it? Let me, let me use Jason's words again. Double depression. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. And the rock is this way. Uh-oh. My God, be Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoopsie. It's the best uh-oh ever. <laughs> so... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw out a couple of headlines because I, I've got a. We, we have a huge problem brewing. I'm gonna to get to it in a minute, but first, because this is too good. Arguably, no country on earth has benefited more from the global economy than China. Now. First of all, duh. Remember NAFTA and GATT? Two of the worst pieces of legislation in the history. They, you know what, how bad it was? They even had union bosses trying to tell, like, the automotive workers, it's like, this is a great deal for America! America! So... Obviously, we know that. That's not a big statement, right? And by, by the way, uh, uh, this is uh, Bilkin, who's, uh, you know, the, the Biden administration here. This is the part that really gets good, though. The lack of reciprocity in the U.S.-China relationship, including market access, is unacceptable and unsustainable. We're not going to stand for it. Uh, hello, McFly, McFly, are you there? Uh, they're communist China. They're not our friends. They never were our friends. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure, Jason, they couldn't believe how stupid we really were. But you can thank J.B. Diamond and the bankers because you know what they really, you know what really it was all about. You know why we gave it all away. You know why we now have shortages? We can't put baby formula on the shelf. No, we got to get baby formula from Europe because we can't do it anymore. Because we gave it all away. Why? So Jamie Dimey could give the Chinese a credit card. And guess what? Now they're upset because, but they won't really let us in the way we want. We want to turn China into America. 
We really want to blow up, but they won't let us. They won't let us in. I think the bankers want to turn America into China. That's yeah, what they want. That's a yeah. In, in, in China, in, in the bankers, uh, a match made in Hades, I guess you could say. I mean, uh, China didn't really need a central bank, but I think to, to, to compete and really drown out the competition, I think they, they understood, well, you know, they really like the way we govern because we're going to do the same things they're trying to do, and they, they just, they just under the flag of freedom. Yes. We, we can do it under force. Yeah, China just, I mean, think about it. Shanghai still, you know, it's reopened, but I mean, Come on, they, they just, they put 500 million people under lockdown with like, if you want to be dead or never seen from again, go ahead and go outside. See what happens. I still remember, you know, back during the housing crash. I remember uh, the big short, the movie, the big short and Brad Pitt, you know, he was the guy that was all worried about the world's condition and everything. And he, he was wearing a mask when he went to the airport and he's watching all the Chinese people at the airport wearing masks way back in 2007. Remember that, Joe? Who was wearing masks first? And that's that's where I mean we're just doing what China does, right? Lockdowns. Wait, wait, wait till you see what happens next, right? Right, right. And and so, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm uh, distracted here. I got all kinds of stuff flying in, uh, but th- this again, the idiocracy of our government. And and Jason and I have said, listen, I'm telling you what the solution is. Get rid of the central bank and get government under control. Chop it. I'm talking chopping it down. Go George Washington on the cherry tree. Andrew Jackson got elected. He fired 10%. Right, right, right That's not enough. Here. That's what I'm saying. That would be go- a good start, though. Yeah, good start. It's a, we gotta, you got to start somewhere. What is the joke about the lawyers going over in the bus, all over the cliff? What do you call that? A good start? A good start, man. Bus full of lawyers right over the cliff. That's a good start. Right? No offense, lawyers. Federal government down. over the bus, the bus over the cliff. Good start. They. This is all, all of what is coming. There's been self-inflicted gunshot wounds in the name, and probably a bad analogy today, uh, but in the name of of trying to save us. They're not trying to save us. It's not even about us. They don't even care. I mean, it's all fake. You think Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer cares about you? Real AOC, they don't care. Ted Cruz, you think Ted Cruz cares about you? Please. Those people, man, they get into Washington, D.C., and they have masters. You know, hey, if you want to get move up in the pecking order, you do what you're told. They care about what the people ahead of them are, are you know, commanding them to do. They all have a pecking order. Now, I know we got a little off track, but it, it had to be done. Something else. So think about this. So uh, Here we go. Housing's booming. Everything's great. People feel wealthy. The economy's awesome. Then, uh-oh, here comes inflation. And all of a sudden, you're starting to hear about layoffs. And you're starting to hear about margin pressure. And and you're starting to hear about sales declines. And all of a sudden, housing inventory starts skyrocketing. Remember during the housing crash, they called it the boomeranging effect. That was when your adult kids came back home to live with you 
you know, you remember? I know a lot of you are like, what do you mean came back? They're still here. I can't get them out. Well, the it's back. It's back. 40% of parents now have adult children moving back in with them as the rents and home prices. Well, what did that one guy say? The rent's too damn high. A new survey uh, said that parents now have adult, uh, four in ten parents have adult children living with them. 25% of parents said an adult child has temporarily lived with them and has since moved out only to come back. Uh-oh. The boomeranger. And again, this is another sign. Don't worry. What could possibly go wrong? Prices on homes are going to skyrocket forever. Right up until they don't. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Survey of 100 parents. Top reasons why your adult children have moved back home. You know, it's funny, Joe. You think of, you know, college kids coming back home or kids maybe in their early 20s because things didn't work out right. I've been seeing kids that are in their 40s, their 50s, and in their 60s going back home. Yeah, I was just going to say, I want to be clear on this. We're not talking about, you know, the 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. No, no. We're, I'm talking about these are, these are you know, the 30-somethings, right, and, and plus one-third can't afford the rent. Can't do it. By the way, rent's not done. But here's the sad part. Rent prices aren't, aren't going to peak until like August. Yeah, $2,000 or more. Yeah, not going to peak till August. Now, this one you could, I kind of view this as the same as the first one. 26% needing financial support. Well, isn't that the same as, hey, they can't afford it. I mean, you know, I, I'm just doing some quick math. That's like almost 60%. By the way, the other 17%, this was interesting, lost their job. Hmm. Hmm. I got a bad feeling that number uh, is going to continue to rise. Now, on the other side, when they asked the adult children, 33% are not yet financially independent, and they're trying to save money to purchase a home. 28% of them said because they lost their job. 13% said, hey, I just have too much debt. And 12% of the adult children moving back home, unexpected cost, like medical bills. So there you have it. And again, this I, this turned into like a whole housing show. But, but again, the, these are the indicators. Now, I don't know. I guess that home prices could keep going up. 
But, Jason, based on the data, sure looks like uh, this market is changing and changing really quickly. Remember what we always said. How did you go bankrupt? Well, it was really gradual at first. Remember today, pending home sales, six straight monthly decline, right? See, it was gradual at first. At first, well, it was just a little bit. All of a sudden, now we're down 12% year over year. And guess what? By 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 next month, that number, who knows? It could be 15 or 20%. I was renting in Longmont before I bought my house in 2020. And my uh, it was a house. I was renting a house. It was, you know, 2,000 square foot house, a decent place, uh, $1,950. That was the rent for a house in Longmont, which, you know, it's not a cheap place, but it's not super expensive. Same area, Joe, right now. Same size house. I'm looking, almost three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. two thousand nine hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting there. You're going that uh, rents up fifty percent. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. A year and a half. Fifty percent. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I've got this is the lead pipe lock of the week. And listen, I'm not trying to be mean. Just there's not a lot of product out there. And, and gold, uh, it's not like silver yet, but it's starting to get that way. But I've got 75 $10 liberties. So these are the half ounce, 1866 to 1907. They're like a, over 1100 bucks. I got them on sale today, $1,075 at 800 And I will tell you that the housing crash, that was the catalyst for gold. You know, gold before housing fell apart was like four or five hundred bucks. The housing crash, because you remember, housing started crashing like oh five. The financial crisis didn't hit till oh seven. But gold went from there to to nineteen hundred, pretty much to where it is today. Right? I mean, boom. I think this is what we're going to see again. The problem is now instead of it going from 500 to 1900, it's going to go from 1900 to 5000. I mean, I'm telling you, this is the this is the biggest and why would it this is the biggest bubble yet? This is so much bigger. Think about it in like Phoenix and and I know, oh no, this place is booming. It's not going to happen here. Listen, by the way, there's no there's no water. But neither here nor there. Home prices are way higher now than they were when it collapsed the last time. And, and, and it is going to be, and again, already look at, you know, foreclosures up 188%. And now the boomerang, the adult kids are all coming back again. Joe, I don't think wages are going up like they're saying. Because let's just say you're the guy, you're a single guy. Say you're earning about, I don't know, $38,000. I, I talked to Joe about this, about, you know, we don't talk about tax brackets that much. But with the inflation, you're, you're a middle wage or low wage guy and you get, you're getting boosted because they need to keep you. You know, you go from 38, 39,000 a year to 41,000. And the first thing the government does is takes $3,700 from you and 10% more everything over 40,000, 525. Is it, I mean, it says your wages are up, Joe, but the government took it all. They, I mean, how many people are on the edge of that tax bracket? You know, that's not a wage increase, Joe. That is that is uh, that is stale. That is stagflation, right? Yeah. Well, and again, 
I, I don't know. I mean, I used to think $30 an hour. That's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. $10 Liberties, 1075 at 800-951-0592. Jason and I are right back. Final segment for this show. 800-951-0592. Gold's flat today. Uh, yesterday we had some profit taking yesterday, uh, but 1845. <laughs> the Dow's up 450 points. I don't know where it's going to end, but all the stories I gave to you today, those that was all just today. But again, and I get it, right? They're like, see, well, you know, the, the Fed can't go to, I'm, Jason and I agree. The Fed can't go very long. I, I don't, I think by October it's all over. I think it's a good, that's a good, uh, there, uh, there, uh, there'll be yes. no, there'll be no more rate hikes after October. The problem is what the market wants, right? Go back to zero and bring back quantitative easing. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I mean, we're, I mean, you, you, what do, how high do you want gas to be? You want gas to be twenty dollars, right? Do you, do you want? I don't know. You want a, a new car? I mean, new cars. I mean, they're already like a hundred grand. I mean, if you get a you know one with the bells and the whistles, I know the new Escalade, the the high end Escalade, they want over one hundred fifty thousand dollars for that thing. Well, maybe they can go to two hundred fifty thousand. Right, your your big back the Big Mac meal twenty dollars, right? People that can afford it versus the people that can is separating every single day. Every single day, the, the haves and the have-nots are being determined, Joe. By the way, uh, this was a just another headline here. Uh, I know this crazy uh, right-wing publication called Bloomberg. Consumers face summer of hell. As power bill cost set to jump, and really jump's not the right word, skyrocket. Already, I'm warning you right now, power bills are going to be at least 50% higher. So, uh, you know, in Arizona, let's just say your, you know, your, your AC bill in the summer, it can be anywhere from 500 to $1,000 depending on the house. Add 50% to that. Here's the bad thing. Half the country is uh, at risk of blackouts. Believe me when I tell you, you want to be the house that loses the power. The ones that don't, you may be staring down uh, a power bill of thousands of dollars. We've learned that, right, in Texas and other places where the guy's like, wait, I... Power didn't go out. It's not like I set the, the AC down to 40 degrees. It was set at 78 degrees. I got a $5,000 power bill. I live in a house, Joe, where if you use too much water over the course of a year, a water company charges you so much cents per gallon for the entire year for, for breaching that level. So these people are getting like a $5,000 water bill when the next year hits. Why so, do I feel like power is going to go there, too? Yeah, well, let me just say this was an April number. So these numbers are going to be way higher. Miami was up 38%. Hawaii, 34%. Dallas, 28%. 
Minneapolis, 28%. Boston, 26%. Pennsylvania, 25%. New York, 20%. Baltimore, 20%. San Francisco, 16%. Riverside, 16%. I mean, these are huge. Where, I, you know what I didn't hear? I didn't hear 8% anywhere in any of those numbers. I think they'll have usage charges coming all over the country later this year, Joe, or, hey, are you going to use more? Well, we're just going to tip that scale a little higher for you, right? It's coming. By the way, California Utilities said get ready to pay 25% more on top of the 20% more you're already paying. There you go. $10 Liberties, 1075 